On this episode, it's the best of 2023 part one. We're playing clips of all your favorite moments from our third year in podcasting. All that and more on Checkered Past, the Scodcast. What up, Checkerheads? Welcome to Checkered Past the Scodcast Best of 2023 Part 1 Special. I'm Robin. This is my sister and co-host, Celine. Hi. And along for the ride is our engineer and co-host with the most toast, Engineer Joey. It's me. I'm here for the ride. I hear you're powered by sea change today. I am powered by sea change. Hold on. No. Oh, I did it too early. Okay, we'll say it again. Hi, I'm powered by sea change today. I'm going to drink this delicious blonde ale. I'm going to get my New Year's Eve started. It is New Year's Eve. I'm hearing the sips. Delicious. Delicious. Nice. We both said it, but I said you're it truthfully. One, and you're the one actually drinking it. Yeah, it was very good. It was, <laughs> it was a fucking tasty beer. Joey asked to crack his beer early. We don't have a lot of segments because this is all best ofs. Well, it's all segments. It's all, it's did, you say, all segments. did you say anything at the top? Yeah. Like a, a thing? No, not a pun. No puns. You didn't make no puns? No, no puns on the best ofs. No. I have never done a pun oh, on the best of. Dang. How many of these things we've done? This is our third this is our one. our third one. Holy smokes. The first one was like, us just, I, just, I just like pulled clips from random episodes. Okay. This is the second time that we were doing a uh, like voted on best of. Sweet. Yeah. So, I'm excited. So for those who haven't listened to our best ofs before, and if you're a new listener, welcome. We're checkered past the Skycast from Edmonton, Alberta. You're welcome. <laughs> episode to start on. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Uh, this was a jam-packed year of episodes, uh, so we thought it would be fun to have the listeners and checkerheads out there vote on their top episodes, and we compiled them into another top 10. Uh, today, we're going to run through 10 to 5, nope, 10 to 6, that's how the math works, and then next week, we'll do 5 to 1. Uh, they, all, is it good? All rem- reminiscing, and is it good? Yeah. The list is great. Yeah, it's good. It's quite good. Is yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. Is it good? I have yeah. no idea. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And in between episodes, we'll chat about... We're, this is a good episode because we we go behind the curtain. Uh, this is very much inspired by uh, Comedy Bang. <laughs> Bang, yeah. yeah. And how they peek behind the curtain. So we'll we'll talk about how things come together. This is warts and all, checkered past. Sassage, how the sassage is this made. This is how the sassage is made. Uh, Celine and Joey have no idea what the top 10 is. No, no idea. Uh, so this will be a treat. Yeah. Um, so, and we'll be playing clips anywhere from eight to 12 minutes uh, per per clip. And I'll kind of tee them up, but I won't tell you what they are until they start playing. That's fun. And then you'll get to hear in real time what they are. So uh, I know you both, we both, we all voted to be fair, like just full, yeah. just full transparency. We voted as well because that's fun. Unlike the very last moment. Yeah. Because we wanted to throw our hat in the ring. I will say that my votes did nothing to impact the top 10. Did my votes do anything to impact the top 10? I think you'll all be pleasantly surprised by the top 10. I don't remember what I voted. I straight up don't. Honestly, I'd be surprised if you told me my top 10. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. uh, I'll just start by going in and telling you what didn't make it. Okay. Some of the ones oh, that the didn't runners make it. ups. So, this is like um, I'm gonna do like honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. This is 15 through 10. Oh, honorable mentions. Actually, I'll do 16 through 10 because this is the. It's all by points. You're getting crazy with numbers. Uh, so there's a five way tie. Whoa, so that's why. Wow. So Tokyo Ska Two with Paintball. Mm-hmm. 
Scarrouged, the Christmas special from last year. <laughs> that is stupid. The Fishbone episode with, oh, yeah. uh, with Point Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The RX Bandits episode with Scott Punk International. I forgot about that one. The Sonic, yeah, it was very early in the year. Yeah. The Sonic Boom 6 episode. That's a good with one. Mega I'm Wave. surprised that's not yeah. higher, actually, because yeah. that was a good it one. Was, again, these are just under the radar. Yeah, I know, Top but that five, one's yeah. wrong. <laughs> and the super and this one n- number eleven was the supernova special. Wow, People that's fun. Loved they loved it. it. Yeah, oh. it got a lot of votes. It was wow. just like, so the way it works is your number one pick gets five points, your number two pick gets four points, and so on. Yep. Okay. So that you know the higher your pick is, the more points it got. Right. Right. Supernova was one of those ones that was just everybody's fourth or fifth pick. Okay. It had a lot of just like low end picks that just weren't enough to get it over the hump. Wow. But yeah, the Supernova That's episode, fun, really, people liked it a lot. I'm glad. That was this very fun episode. Um, we need more Scar, scar Correspondence. That, that's, yeah. Yeah. Scar Correspondence. So I'm going to. Correspondence. So we, I, I, do you remember what we did last year when we were announcing the numbers? No. <laughs> What do we do? Because in Comedy Bang Bang, so in Comedy Bang Bang, they have the the codes that do that. So we have to do that when we queue up an episode. (laughs) Okay. So do we go number one zero? (laughs) We should. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that what they do? I think I think it starts at ten. They do like one one, but I think it's funny to do one zero. I like it. (laughs) We're starting with one zero. Yeah. Should we? Should we? Should we kick her off? Should we do this? Yeah. I think we should just get into it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's hear the first one. Okay. Okay. Number one zero. Hey, you're listening to Checker Pass Podcast live from Daughter Salon, and we are having a great day. Having a great day out there. Hope you're having a great day too. Uh, and we're here with some newfound friends at Post Hairdo Catbite. State your name for the Scott record. Britt Luna. Tim Hildebrand. What is your favorite thing about Edmonton? Um, I like those, um, the like onion bagel thing. Green Yeah, it was actually really tasty. Green onion cake. The, I With wish the there was sweet a little, and bit, sour little bit more of the sauce next time. Yeah, but um, we had a fight over the sauce last night. It was it was a whole thing. Well, Tim ate all of the sauce. I, ne- I can't well, eat dry. I had um, <laughs> I had like one bite of the, with the sauce, and I, then the rest I of it. I don't was... do dry. <laughs> um, but um, it was really good. Second favorite thing. Daughter's Salon, yeah. yes. where you can get the best haircut yes. and color, yes. and so you look your best for Japan. <laughs> um, Whenever you need to look your best for Japan, you come yeah. here. Yeah. Third favorite thing is the uh, the Mexican lasagna at Luna, across the street from the, where did we, the Union, the Union, Union Hall. Hall in yeah, Edmonton. the Mexican lasagna. Mwah. That was so good. Chef's I, oh. kiss. It's good. It's Luna's. Authentic. It's actually in... real Mexican food. It's like one of our only places here that's like legit it was slamming yeah it was also it was also very interesting because our server i think they had like a a hispanic accent but then they said a with it and i was thoroughly (laughs) thrown off i was like that's crazy so so our like our the the uh, latinx people that immigrate into canada are usually from like northern south america so like um 
uh, you know, Colombia and Venezuela, and but they are all like second or first generation, and so yes, they all have an accent with the A's and everything, and it's. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like thrown off, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah. that's cool." Yeah, it was cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, shout out to Luna. Yeah. The other thing, uh, the other food that's from here is something called a donair, which you were also nearby. Oh, yeah. yeah, we saw, we it, saw that. So I is didn't... that is that like German donairs? No. So, so okay, it's actually invented in Halifax. There's only two places in the world to get it: Halifax and here. And uh, it's okay. They're only, they're only okay. It's a little. It, it's a bit much. It's it dr- like, it's drunk food. It, it's like shaped meat. Like yeah. so, you got so it. So it's similar. To, so it's okay. similar to like a German donor, like street food, probably. Yeah, it's a, it's more like a gyro, yeah. but instead of tzatziki, it's this crazy sweet sauce that they put on it. Like yeah. I, like I said, I don't like dry. I like wet. Yeah. Um, it's a, I will say, wet. highly wet. wet. Highly wet. Hi- okay, wet. Too soggy. Very wet. Your middle name's Too Soggy? Your parents don't really like you, hey? It was weird. Timothy Too Soggy. That's what they called me. Too Soggy. What's your least favorite thing about Edmonton? Cold. It's cold. It's really cold. I was having some trouble with the signs about parking, um, but then I realized it was Sunday, so it didn't matter. Um, well, I will say about the cold, it's like not ter- It's not as bad as I like thought maybe it would October. be. It's only October. But I also only brought shorts. She forgot that we were going to Canada. Oh, so <laughs> so that's partly my fault. <laughs> I could have been more prepared. And the lack of sound checks at venue. Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't get a sound check, but that's okay. We notoriously have terrible sound people. It's a thing. They were nice. Oh, um, yeah. Nice. They were They're great. just not very good it at was, sound. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was the, the, yeah, everything kind of got lovely messed people. up. Often yeah. very lovely people. Yeah, just not. Just... Joey played with one dude who was good, who's this, like, old-ass dude in his, like, metal cover band who, like, toured with, like, dad rock bands mm-hmm. like and he was very apparently our only good sound guy and apparently he looks like he looks like a crazy biker and he's like a long oh, yeah. top the beard, the, beard the longer <laughs> the beard the better they are sound. At sound. usually yeah usually <laughs> That's like my theory about Freddie Mercury, that his talent is, uh, it's, it's exactly the same as the length of his hair. So as he, sh- as he cut his hair, he got worse and worse. That was my opinion. Um, cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. Fun story about that song. Okay. <laughs> um, I had a, I, I was I was a cheerleader in elementary school, which is hilarious to think about. Oh yeah, because because our one cheer like dance dance thing, whatever you call it, started with that song, and then it went into like jock jams. So That's fun. It was That's... fucking weird, but it started with that, and I'll never forget. Long live. Suffocation, no breathing, don't give a pump up the jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like so weird and stupid, and also that the fact that I was a cheerleader is really hilarious to me. <laughs> Don't give up. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, say, get your booty on the floor tonight. Yeah, but going into jock jams. No, you guys need to do a cheerleader-style mashup. Yes, yes. As your intro. That was the longest blink I've ever seen. Imagine it. I was like, what? I'm down for it. How many streams do you think that song has on Spotify? Um, three hundred eleven million. A b b billion. It's the same amount as chop suey. Oh my God. <laughs> 
That's, I mean, yeah. Papa Roach went emo one time. So they got this, like, Venn diagram of, of fans that everyone just, you know, they got, they got, they got the love. I know Every, like, sporting event always just plays it, too. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, that's why. What's a movie that everyone loves that you can't stand? Oh, um, oh! What was that movie we just watched? Anything that's musical, I don't. I don't do musicals. Oh my I don't gosh, do musicals either. Hey, we just, okay. I know. Tim I didn't. I didn't. Rocky no, I didn't. I didn't. No, no, no. It, 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 I did not. I did not not <laughs> like it. I did not not like it. I just like. I have a really hard time um, when there's a plot and then there's singing and it takes away like it's like it makes it unrealistic. Rob Even if it's if it's agrees. Like, Rob is. Hard Rob agree. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's like a totally like well, fictional, totally like never could happen in real life, but there's it's just dialogue, I get into it and I'm like, okay, cool, this is the storyline. But as soon as there's song that comes in, I just I can't wrap my brain around what's going on and it just becomes this crazy la la land and I'm just like I can't I can't figure out what the plot is. So like I we I just watched Rocky It's Horror. a I only I've watched it like probably two hundred times and I only this year I had a Rocky Horror themed birthday and I only realized what the plot was this year. Yeah. I was it's str- kind of I was it's struggling. A little, it's a, it's a little confusing. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not about the plot. But it's I need to know plot. what the it's I, about the, sec- the sexuality of Tim Curry overrides any yeah. plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, very sexy and it was kind of cool. It was it was it was visually pleasing uh, movie and yeah. I, I enjoyed it more than any other musical I've ever seen. Okay, that's but huge. That's huge. just I'm just I, I don't I don't do musicals. You don't have to. Yeah. I'm so. gonna go I'm gonna go opposite and say one movie that I like that I think probably lots of people hate. She's the man. Do you remember? Oh yeah. There's Amanda Bynes. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. love it. Do they? There's like an under, there's like a cult following around yeah. that because I was like yeah. Amanda oh, Bynes oh, is like one good movie. Love it. Wait, really? So there's yeah. a there's and a there's a. Up, it is funny, but that's what caused her mental yeah uh, health thing. She's a man. It caused her so much like gender dysphoria. Oh no! Oh. And she felt so that was like the beginning of now her I bet mental you feel like a jerk. No, I think it's funny too. It makes me sad to hear that because oh, yeah. it is good and Amanda Bynes is hilarious I and the Amanda show was great. No. D- David Cross has a line in that movie where he said, "Do you ever try to run in high heels? It's not easy." Oh damn! Okay, well, I still, I still, love that movie. I still, still love that movie. Okay. Uh, what's an album or artist that everyone hates that you love? Uh, Tarzan soundtrack. Tarzan. Explain. Wait. Well, Which one? I wait that I love. You love. Yeah, it. that you love. That's one of my do, favorite. Albums. Do people like, do people hate yeah. that or people no, just like? My coworkers so hated when I played it every day. That's because Phil, Phil, because of Phil Collins, what's right? The, what's the main song? What's Phil Collins. Uh, um, and you'll be in yeah. my heart. Well, there's the other uh, other one. Son of man, with Rosie O'Donnell, they do a live version on the Rosie Show. Check it out. You don't have to sell me on Phil Collins, you know. Okay, well, keep it keeping on the soundtrack road. Okay, the Lizzie McGuire soundtrack. Because I hate nobody hates that. No. Is that so no, really? On that? No, um, no, I'm sure people, it's arguably like not a good it's, like it's not good music. I think, I think the the a range of songs on that on that uh, What's soundtrack. The on it? So there's got that that one song called yeah, Mobile Cole. Luna because she goes to Italy. What song? <laughs> she sings in the hairbrush. Like, oh yeah, um, oh, it's like the tides are high and I'm holding. Yeah, so that starts on. off the movie. So that starts off the movie. Yeah, yeah, so. and then she does have like um, the like Technicolor. Yes, 
And then when she does the fashion show, it's yes. uh, RuPaul. Oh, it's so good. It's, yeah. so, it's such a when good dress. More people uh, should listen to Igloo Dress. I'm actually like somewhat interested to listen. That sounds bananas. There's a great range and variety of songs on that album that I think are Did you see the TikTok dance, like the viral trend where everyone does the go girl give us nothing Hillary Duff dance <laughs> there's like yeah, yeah and yeah. <laughs> I showed Robert it it's like my favorite thing in the whole world this was a great visual nothing yeah it's on there it's so good sit, let's yeah. save it for, uh, for sick when we, um, <laughs> driving yeah sick. oh my gosh that version of the whatever that's like tied as high is really good it it's is. by um, go girl give oh, us nothing not my wife White noise sleep machine. Where to go? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's on the playlist. Yeah. Well, as soon as we get in the van, it's gonna. <laughs> that, that's an album that I love. That everybody hates is your white noise machine. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. As soon as you like, plug it into the van. That's yeah. The first thing <laughs> is the white noise. I'm gonna plug the van and just. And I take my time before I turn <laughs> it off. I'm like, let me, let me get my snacks, my drink. <laughs> and everyone's just like. Yeah. Whale serious? sounds. Uh, uh, is Sugar Ray ska? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many cats could a cat bite bite if a cat bite could bite cats? Seven. Uh, that was gonna. Oh, that was yeah. a fast answer. I think seven. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Ozzy <laughs> <laughs> or Dio? Ozzy. Ozzy. Thank you. God damn it. All the coolest Black Sabbath. Yes, Dio's an incredible singer, arguably much more talented. All the coolest, most badass Sabbath yeah. songs are all Ozzy. Uh, yeah, right. Neon Knights. Huh? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> That's a deal. Black cares. Sabbath song. Yeah, no one listens. Sorry. You said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what does some other 90s nostalgia do for a comeback? Uh, 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 oh, um, he- the Slinky. Did that come back? Heelys? Slinky seems older than the 90s, yeah, right? The yeah. Yeah. That's but... like Jax coming back. Yeah. <laughs> is Jax due for a comeback? Uh, Jax is due for a comeback. Pog. I said Pogs, too. Yeah, um, Pogs are cool. Pogs. Remember Alf? Mm. They're back in Pog form. Simpsons. Uh, I, th- I just think um, I think the Heelys could become could come back. Um, you know the the roller skate shoes. But you like, know what? I think so. Just to that, I think that that is. You know how like um, the boomers all got motorcycles when when they got old. Yeah. I think when we get old, mm-hmm. we're all just gonna get Heelys. Yeah. And we're just gonna like be like in our that's our midlife crisis, just like heeling around. The technology <laughs> is there. Because uh, like Heelys were they were always problematic. They were like. You know, people got, People got hurt. They just they malfunctioned a lot. I, I, I well, I you really have to be like at the yeah. perfect angle. So, so if you didn't get it, you'd be like this. Like we're technology te- technology wise. Like I feel like we could perfect the Heelys, and they would be phenomenal. Like they'd yeah, be like you'd be, you'd just be walking and like they're like remote controlled Heelys. Like you know, whoop, and you're up on them and like you're gone, <laughs> and then you're just like skating and you just like put away and just stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was healing away. I was, um, uh, yeah. You know. It was a great visual. For everybody who was here, they were very, yeah. Like, had, like, a 3D soundscape. <laughs> kind of like your white noise machine. No. <laughs> Should Lime have Heelys? No, 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 no. Just, like, step into some shoes on the side of the yeah, highway yeah, and you're just, like, healing that's around. That's where you get your athlete's foot. <laughs> that's where I got my athlete's foot. <laughs> that's it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Number one. Zero. So that's it. We did it. That's uh, an evening with cat bite number ten. A little. Yeah, a I, was, I was caffeinated. We caffeinated that day. That was yeah. that was post cuts. 
that section. I did. Yes, I we, did the uh, the, the, the section. Yeah, we hung out. We've we've harassed them at the show that they played in our where we live the night prior in the Edmonton, mm-hmm. and then I um, propositioned to do their hair because they were actually just about to leave for Japan, mm-hmm. and they came to my salon. That was a daughter's salon, and we did their hair. and We did that interview, and I got coffee, and Joey got coffees and some baked goods. Yeah, it was and a fun then, time. Yeah, and then Rob came, and we all hung out. So the uh, and the dogs came and they held our dogs. We have, and that we have some classic really pictures. Yeah, classic pictures. Yeah, they were very happy. Uh, their hair looked like, good. Kind of in the middle their of a tour great. when they had very little dog contact to have like an hour or so of pup time. So that was very nice to be able to give to them. Pup time. Pup time. So that was our. That was a, a classic back alley interview, as we called them, coined after we did a bunch of interviews at, uh, maybe this is tipping it, at SPI Fest, uh, where we were interviewing people in the in a, in a, in a literal back alley. And then we have our, yes, chorus. Our Scott correspondence. So we did that twice yeah. this year, where we had two checkerheads that went to festivals on our behalf. Checkerheads, what we call our fans. You could yeah. be one of them, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maxi Taxi was at Fest. And Chipsons also was at Supernova, mm-hmm. and they uh, did some little mini interviews, and we did a couple episodes on those. None of those made the top ten, uh, but those were really, really fun. I want to do more of that stuff. I but think yeah, that we those are to, super fun. Point being fun. is, we want to do more of this kind of stuff just to switch it up. Well, yeah. even if we're out and about, or if we're seeing bands and shows and stuff, like I, it's it's not that bad. And what we learned was that if they decide to take away our uh, recording equipment. Uh, we can do it on Slim's So phone. if you want to sign up for a Patreon and you go to shows and stuff, you can definitely do this for us. If you That's ask, fun. If That's you, fun, right? Yeah. If you ask me, hey, what questions should I ask? Uh, I will spend a good five minutes riffing off 20 stupid questions for you to ask. It's hey, chat not, GBT. Not hard. No, I don't use <laughs> chat GBT for that. <laughs> I've used, so I have used chat GBT on the show before, <laughs> for games. Four right. games. Yeah. I don't use it to write. I think I did it one time to write an intro and it sounded stupid. <laughs> More stupid than what it normally is. But uh, yeah, I have used it to make games because actually it, it can help you uh, put some stuff together. But it is just helpful that easy. to make an outline, is what I find. Oh, yeah, because you, you used it yeah. for Witchy. I used Witchy, it right? for Witchy with Mitchie. Yeah. It, it it puts together if you give it some loose criteria, it can put together some very entertaining stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the more specific, actually, the more specific criteria you give it, the better it is. Yeah, but it's too woke. That's my problem. That's why I use uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> Switched uh, over to Grog. Rob is notoriously extremely right wing for That's people right. who are first listening to the pod. He's so asleep. <laughs> no, yeah, he's not. Nobody is. Nobody no. is. Sleeping Nobody like is on Sleepy the Joe over there. Yeah, sleep, sleepy they call Joe me Biden. Sleepy Joe because I'm sleepy so Sleepy Rob asleep. Biden. Sleepy Rob. <laughs> Checkerhead. If you listen to my general demeanor, you might think I'm sleepy. <laughs> that sounds like me. Um, <laughs> sleeping. Sleeping. Do you want to do the next clip? Are we ready? Sure. Number, Number nine. Because uh, my history with joystick that nobody asked for was uh, that I filled in. <laughs> it was coming. We want it. We it want coming. it. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Foreshadowing. Um, yes. So Andy had asked me if I'd be down to learn the joystick set. Because uh, my old band was sharing a show with Joystick when they were coming up through the Northeast. Um, I said, hell yeah, let's go. He sent me the charts and everything. So I learned all that. Um, I had asked Andy, like, hey, do you want more horn reinforcement for the whole week? Because the great thing about the Northeast US is all the cities are so concentrated that 
you could just drive between cities and you'll be in the next one within like an hour and a half, two hours. So um, I took the week off from my day job, followed the band around, got to hang out with them, basically became besties with all of them that week. And uh, yeah, when they came home from tour, Duck was like, do you have a way to record remotely? We we might be working on something. I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, and uh the rest is history there. So Hell yeah. yeah. So being being on Dwell is super exciting for me. It's like super bittersweet too, because it's also the first time I have my music on vinyl. So like Ooh. when I got to hold it Clay's house a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh my God, it's real. That's huge. That's yeah. cool. I always oh, think yeah. it must be I always like empathize with you guys like just making something and have to like sit on it forever and not be able to share something you're excited like a whole about year. so long. Yeah. That would kill me. Like that's crazy. I like I'm such a blabbermouth. <laughs> you and I both it was God. really hard for me to like yeah. keep a secret because I'm just like yeah. I'm so excited, you know. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> just be sitting and sitting and sitting. But yeah, you can't just Put things out whenever you want. Good things come Especially to those when who wait. Finished. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then we won't give away the secret, but side B, because like you said, it's nine minutes of music on a 12-inch vinyl. Side B is something completely different, so people have to buy the vinyl to hear what that is. Oh! And we're all we're all joysticks. Is it an episode of Checkered Past? <laughs> it is. There's with no effects on it. Just yeah. <laughs> it's just save Ferris, but slowed down. Point yeah. five speed. What they're really teaching your kids. Two strangers in the night who've never met each other before, starting a podcast. <laughs> Not brother and sister. There might be a subliminal message if you play it backwards at like two and a half speed <laughs> that's a jersey mike's ad jersey mike's ad eat that jersey mike's it's delicious it was, it was danny devito's birthday the other day so that's uh take that for what it's worth with jersey mike's and <laughs> the spokesman of jersey mike's now is he the spokesman of jersey mike's we don't have one of yeah. yeah one oh, of you're, you're not missing anything i've heard it they're they're building one by my house. Just so Are they? Is it, is it good? Is it subs? Yeah, subs. <laughs> they are you sub sandwiches. They are. You have, a Mike, you have it Mike's way. Have it Mike's way. I've right? heard them review it on Doughboys. That's why I know. Yeah, that's the only yeah. Doughboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best uh, thing about Jersey Mike's is Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that does carry a lot of weight. Did for he? Me. Does he bring up like sure. an egg? In the in these trying like, times, yeah. Can I interest you in an egg on your sub in these trying times? <laughs> we, did trash, like uh, we trashed Jersey Mike's to Mike from Bad Time Records, and he was like, "Hey, I'm a Jersey Mike." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're oh. not wrong. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, oh, so Duck, how about on your side? So it sounds like you hum all the horn lines. <laughs> yeah, that's your creative what else, process. What else goes into the songwriting and for this album or EP? Um, I mean, the songs—it's they—they kind of just come to me in different ways. <clears throat> I'll either like come up with like a horn melody <clears throat> or a vocal melody and kind of write backwards from there. At least that's what we did on this one. On the. Uh, on our full length before this, it was uh, different because like Clay helped, everybody helped write a little bit on that one. But this one was basically 
it was just all me except for of course everybody else I see it as I write the skeletons of the songs and everybody else makes them sound good. Skeletons. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Skeletons, I like skeletons. You write the skeleton guy and everyone else is the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what was it? The Scott skeleton that, what was it? The T. What were you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about Scott it. Skeleton? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Rob doesn't want to repeat I don't want to, I don't want to say it again. <laughs> it's already out in the universe. I don't know. Jack Scallington or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. That there was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the Jack Scallington. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right answer with the right emotion attached. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I, so we know how Duck and Bex got with, uh, into Joystick. Andy, how about yourself? Yeah. Were you there from the get, or did you jump in later? I joined uh, for album three, I believe. Um, for the, I started uh, Flying Raccoon Suit in Mississippi, and for the longest time, uh, us and Joystick were the only two bands uh, sort of in the region Like for a long number of years. like Now there's Bad Operation and a couple others in Louisiana, but... We would open for Joystick a lot, and uh, there came a point where Joystick's trumpet and trombone player, I think it was college obligations or something, but Mm -hmm. they didn't make a lot of gigs for like a year. And um, Dante, the drummer at the time, called me asking if any of the Flying Raccoon Suit horns could fill in with Joystick because they were playing this festival in Atlanta, the Mass Sky Raid, and our our trombone player had just ghosted us at that point in FRS. Ghosted? yeah he we were playing a show actually in new orleans opening for joystick we were like hey do you need a ride to the show tonight and he said no and then that was the last we ever heard from him for <laughs> that's crazy wow. that's crazy but dante didn't know i played a trombone so when he called yeah. and asked for our trombone player it's not a tinder date you're in a band <laughs> <laughs> we saw that's him at a gas station years later so we know he's alive but yeah <laughs> Hey man, what happened? Go, gotta go. The, <laughs> yeah, still got the bye. nozzle sticking out of the They ended up getting me and then the FRS trumpet player for that festival. And then I just kept showing up for the next year. And eventually, Duck and Clay were like, all right, you're in the band now. And then eventually, <laughs> the, the OG trumpet and trombone player became available again and started showing up. And then for a, a while there, we were rolling with like four horns. Um, That's yeah. actually pretty fun. <laughs> now we can just tag out. We've got five horns, so it's like re- a wrestling team. It's like, all right, me and Bex do this tour. You two do this Who's local Who's the kid. heel? Who's the heel of the horns? <laughs> oh, God. What is the heel? I forget. Yeah. That's the bad guy. Mm. The bad guy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Vince, Vince McMahon would be the heel. It's Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really hard to deal with. I'm the heel of the podcast, though. <laughs> That's good. You yeah. need that. Concept. Famously, you do. You do. You really do. Yeah. You do. That's what I said. Andrew can't be that much of a heel. It's just the like, person who goes like, eh, "Hate me." Eh, I'm gonna like fuck with the hero. Eh, you know, yeah. that's the heel. Oh, that's definitely me. That's like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for. I was like, pretty sure it's Bex, but it, it absolutely is. Yes, um, we haven't seen our tenor sax player much these last two years. Maybe it's him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he it's was there. The guy that ghosted FRS. Yeah. <laughs> now we had all we had all five horns uh, for the last show of the year last year. Mm-hmm. So, last December was the last time, and it was uh, 
Yeah, nine people on stage. But that yeah. was the last time. Tiny, tiny stage. <laughs> yeah, the guys were like, wow. when I joined the band, they were like, you don't have to come down for the local shows. But I was like, okay, but what if I did? Uh- <laughs> and then, and then sometimes she's still, it'll be me and her on horns, even though she's from New Jersey. The other three local guys were just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's dad. all good. Like, yeah, when you got dad duties, like, it's it's yeah. hard. You know, we get totally. it. But, you know, that's why we've taken to uh, calling Andrew and I the horn delegation. Because <laughs> we always <laughs> just show up places. And we're like, all right, even when we're not playing a joystick set, we just still show up places. <laughs> so two of them are dads, and one is a really dedicated oyster shucker. He's oh, not yeah. But I think he's just shucking oysters all the time when gigs are happening. He he came to Atlanta with us this year, and he had a book of oysters. He was just reading the entire time, and just I admire how into it. He, he was reading about oysters. Yeah. yeah, he straight up brought picture books that had oysters in them. Picture books, yeah. not even like a, a not even like a book of information. It was so much information. He had like his like chainmail, like anti-cut proof glove with him, like in the case. Wow! I, mean, I, I was like, I mean, I don't mean to laugh. It was just like one of those things where I was like, "This guy's not real," you know. <laughs> no. But like, I also felt like, uh, you know, it was definitely like a like a Forrest Gump and Bubba moment where like, yeah, Bubba yeah. talking about all the all the shrimp, and here we have Garrett talking about all the oysters, and I'm like, oh my god. Every time our cover Kyle would be like, I'm bored. He would just pull out this picture book and be like, Well, look at this variety of oyster they got up in Washington. What? Okay, if you guys ever Honestly, get in I a situation that. where you're like, Hey Garrett, can you make this show? And he says no, you got just gotta start saying ah shucks. Ah oh shucks. Ah oh, shucks. I gotta How go, long guys. were you waiting on getting that joke together? Yeah. Yeah. I saw you trying to shove yeah, it. Yeah, his like yeah. hand was moving around. Like, I was like, what's going on with Joey? I was like, oh, yeah. he has a joke. <laughs> I got it. I got it in there. Number, number nine. Ah, that was number nine. Voodoo Glow Skulls with that was fun. Joystick. Oh, yeah. We all liked the band. Oh, yeah. Now, doesn't so, happen that often. Did not go into the Voodoo Glow Skulls section of the podcast, although that is very good. Because mm-hmm. I also share the uh, crazy story about Voodoo Glow Skulls getting into a beef with <laughs> some uh, local band. In, uh, oh, yeah, that was yeah. a wild story. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. good. I almost put it in there, but then the, the clip would have been way too long. But right, uh right. We had, uh, yeah, it was Bex and Andy who were return guests. Bex uh, was on the podcast with her old band, Backyard Superheroes, when we, in our first year. Mm-hmm. That was when we did the Techniques episode. Yep. With uh, the Voodoo, Voodoo Spliff. Spliff. Yeah, that was a good it's one. so crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Andy's been on twice with his other band, Flying Raccoon Suit, uh, for MU330, which is a good two-parter that we did two years, one after the other. So Andy's been on... Every year of our podcast, all three years. But this one, Duck yeah. reached out to us for. That's right. So so Duck has been a listener and a supporter, and we've been a big supporter of Joystick for a while. Like, that was one of our first bands that when we got kind of going, uh, when the podcast started, that we were really supportive of. And uh, yeah, and then Duck was like, you know, it's been, in, we have a new EP coming out, can we come on? And I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah let's do it. Hell yeah. And then I thought it was just going to be Duck, and then... He's like, oh, I got a couple more people coming. I'm like, okay, got to get ready for that. With Andy and Bex, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, right? Hell like, yeah. people who've been on the podcast before, that's the best. And so it was, like, basically three people who were, like, ideal guests. ideal yeah. guests. So that's my question before we go into uh, what we have a break coming up here. Um, what makes an ideal guest 
in your opinion? Joey, I'll, I'll start with, with you. Uh, someone who gets it, gets the bits, yeah, just rolls with the bits. Like yeah. the moment, like the, like within 30 seconds of talking to Chris Grau mm-hmm. um, at SBI Fest, it was like watching, watching someone get it. Mm-hmm. and then just roll with the whole interview like that's the best when you when you when you talk to someone and usually we do a little spiel before we get rolling and, mm-hmm. and stuff and like usually they if they haven't really listened to the show before but they catch on during the spiel i know it's going to be a good episode yeah for sure mm-hmm. I'd, say, I'd say people who've been like referred to us generally that's a good one like because mm-hmm. people were like oh you should have so-and-so on they're really good um they i think those people usually know what would be a good like we're just not like the other we've said this on pre- previous things we're not like the other ska podcast out there we're not strictly an interview we're not like on the upbeat it's always like the newest band we don't take ourselves very serious yeah ios yeah. is all but like that, but i interviews. think what makes a good they need to be a lawler it has to be a lawler yeah, you need yeah. To it be has lawler. to be a lawler there's yeah. totally. two people in this world there's lawlers and non-lawlers oh, a maori a Lemayour. Yeah. A Lemayour. A, a Roffler. A Rafflecopter. Yeah. yeah Rafflecopter for sure. Yeah. We need Rafflecopters. Mm-hmm. More Raffle of those. Rafflecopter. I barely even know. Rafflecopter. You don't need to. No, that was we, good. We, we must. It was good. No, it was still good. Um, but yeah, I mean, we uh, have kind of talked about this like going into next year, uh, you know, 2024. I think we're wanting to dip in the well. Like we we're talking, like uh, Chris, our associate producer. Uh, really with his label, Scott Punk International, we do a lot of business with and a lot of uh, pod stuff with. Um, they're really focusing on their roster. And I think for us this year, it's also about focusing on our roster. Like going back to the well of our, like guests like this, like and I, you can tell from looking at the top 10, like the guests that come on, like everybody who's on here is somebody who gets it. And totally. I think like if we focus on those guests going forward. I think those are going to make a really great podcast going forward. Oh yeah. yeah. So um I guess it's a good time for a break. Sounds when good. we come back, we got eight through six. Welcome back to Checkered Past. It's the best of 2023 part one. And uh why don't we get into the next clip? Y'all ready? I am ready. Y'all ready for this? I thought that was gonna go into the song. Number eight. In 2012, this lineup released Hunk If You're Horny, which they correctly made this decision to rename Candy Coated Fury <laughs> and was pseudo concept album about Aaron's divorce. Uh, it featured Cooley Ranks, Brian Clem, and Sonic Boom 6 with covers by The Wonder Stuff and When in Rome. Reviews were mixed. Punk News gave it two out of ten. Uh, you should read that review. It is harsh. Uh, But it has since gone on to have a cult following. And here's what Aaron said about it. On this album, we are doing what we do best. Candy Coat of Fury pretty much describes uh, Real Big Fish. Hateful, mean, sarcastic, and sometimes sad over happy, wacky, silly, joyous, fast music that makes you want to dance. It's Candy Coat of Fury, and it sums our band, our humor, and message up in three words. I definitely was very conscious this time about how danceable the songs were and how they make you move when you listen to them. Have been a long time since I really thought about the danceability of our songs. Also, I was very con- conscious about the lyrics. I really wanted to recapture the same angry, hateful humor from the first two albums. And I definitely tried to write some angry, hateful love songs too, because I hadn't written any of those in a long time. 
And our first two album had a lot of those. So let's start with uh, which one's the first one I have. Everyone else is an asshole. Let's start there. Why don't we? All right. Candy Coated Fury. Joey, let's start with you. Thoughts, feelings? This album fucking rips. It's so good. So fucking good. <laughs> I yeah. Well, okay, so I disliked that last record, um, and when I was putting this one on, I realized that there was a longer break in between. Yeah. And I wanted to learn the history from you, so I waited it out. But I was like, with this big of a break, it has to be a more mature take. That like. We can't be going back to these more high school and angry at my girlfriend songs. And I was so happy that it was a mature take on a lot of those same themes. It's, and like, like you said, like he just said, he's going back to the well of kind of the classic stuff, but it's with a more adult lens. And the songs are even better written than those first couple records. Like, I, this is a fantastic record. Yes. Gary, yeah. Candy Coated Fury. This album fucking rips, as Joey yeah. said. <laughs> I love this album. I got. I remember getting an advanced copy of this because they had it for sale on their tour before the official street date, and I I picked it up and I blasted that in my my car. It, it I just have that memory in my head of sitting at this traffic light listening to everyone else an asshole for the first time ever. I'm like, this album's something different. This album's really good. You know, I, by now it's clear I'm really into the hair metal and the glam rock and stuff like that. This album is like the takes that and that theme from we're not uh, not we're not happy. Why do they rock so hard? It's almost the spiritual successor to that album. Um, I love this album. It's right up there with Cheer Up. It's probably my second favorite Real Big Fish album. To the fact where like if you go through my Apple Music, my top played song for the past six years is I Dare You to Break My Heart, which I think is my favorite Real Big Fish song. So it, I could gush about this analytics. Record. It is. Oh no, that's yeah. why. That's why you're here is to gush about this record. <laughs> I love this album. I think there's not a weak song to be had. Uh, the song I like the least is probably "Everyone Else Is an Asshole." Like I don't like when they just are are blue or vulgar just for the sake of it. Um, yeah. Everything else in here is great. Hiding in my headphones. A lot of real big fish. Holy fans shit, that's a great hate. song. Yeah, but a lot of people lot hate of, on that song. A lot of people hate that song. You know, it's, really good, it's great. It's fantastic. when I when I heard it, I when it, it came on uh, as I was about two minutes away from a gas station, I had to fill up my car, yeah. and it came on, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome! Like, this is just such a rad jam. Yeah. Yeah. Features on it are super cool. It's different from what." They normally do, but when the chorus comes around, it still sounds like a real big fish song. I, I, I could see how it would be divisive, but I mean, let's I be honest. I don't. I'm not sure why people hate it so much. Because, I don't get it. Because if there's uh, anything that we've learned. People don't yeah, like it. No, but and, that's, you're not allowed to shit on Sonic well, Boom 6. You can if there's anything <laughs> that we've learned about talking about real big fish yeah. on this show, is that there's a certain subsect of particularly real big like third wave fans who only want it to sound like third wave right. and that song is not a third wave song it is a more heady song within their umbrella of genres that they play and i could see how a cl more closed-minded person who just wanted more sellout yeah. would not like that song but there's i thought it was a snap 
There's plenty yeah, of that on sure. this record, right? Oh, there's 100%. Yeah. And the I other think- thing I love about this is the, you know, as a sax player, hearing the Barry, the tenor sax and specifically the Barry sax on like songs like Don't Stop Skanking and uh, there's a good sax solo on, I think it's Punisher. Like it really brings a lot more to the horn section. Um, it was it was the best decision they made was to yep. bring in a, a, a sax player. Yeah. Matt Appleton is the unsung hero of modern real big fish. In my opinion, yep. like his, his sound They've always is... had a great horn section. I think we should, we could all agree on that. Their horn section always sounds good. For Sonically. Sure. I think this is their best sounding album too. It sounds huge. It's mixed. Well, it's, it's yep. a really, really great album. Um, but it's also great. it's not overly polished. Like, like you're still, saying, like it's still it's, self-produced. Aaron, yeah, Aaron still produced it. And, it, and yeah. it, it like, it has a lot of those kind of hair metal elements, but it never goes into that hair metal uh, production quality yep. kind of realm, which is great. Like it still sounds like a punk rock record. You know, the other knock yeah. you're going to hear about this record is that the songs are a little long, which is probably true. Like I dare you to break my heart is over five minutes. It doesn't really need That's to be but every record by this man. <laughs> yeah. But like this one, I don't think has any filler songs. I just think the songs are a little bit too long. Sure. I- I mean, it's still what fourteen tracks long. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, fourteen's yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's not twenty. It's it's yeah, it's not like even turn the radio off had sixteen. Like, I mean, it's still like shorter than their quote unquote classic record, right? Right. Uh, but this is easily top three. Like, it probably bounces around this, the live record, and turn the radio off. My three favorite real big fish records, like bar none. Like that's and this was I what made me excited when this came out, especially was that I had basically thought of Real Big Fish as a live band at this point. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if they're going to put out a record I like anymore. Like, I don't know if they, they're capable of doing it. Yeah, they um, kind of gone into legacy mode for you. I felt that way. I was yeah. like, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll see them like less than Jake. I'm going to see them every time they come in. I don't know if they're going to release a record that is going to like blow my mind anymore. Uh, because they're not playing to me you know they're playing to a different audience yeah uh and so i'll just go see them live i'll have a great time and i'll walk away but then they released this and i was like fucking still got it man (laughs) like brought me back and having that linchpin moment for uh the fact that they was going through a a massive heartache filled breakup like and as much as it's kind of a spiteful record and there's a lot of like toxic like or acidic like moments in, in the way he delivers his message that feels so authentic and i think that delivers a lot of cohesiveness to, to how this the album was written to him having a cohesive focus for his mm-hmm. usual anger yeah and writing around that focus i think is the crux of what makes this album really great as opposed to i feel like the angry songs the angry newer songs from that last record we're just like unfocused, yeah. Angry songs, just generic, yeah, yeah, totally. Like nothing really. There's nothing behind it. Whereas yes. there's a lot behind this one. Yeah. My yeah, biggest yeah. knock on this record is uh, saying that, implying that the movie Sarah or uh, Saving Silverman uh, <laughs> had like a, a massive impact on his life. Yeah. Is just makes no sense, but also makes a lot of sense. <laughs> But also is like a little upsetting. Like that movie shouldn't have had this much of an impact on you and your friend's life. Well, if you ever hear Aaron talk about like the type of entertainment he likes, it's right in line with that. He likes like frat boy comedies. Yeah. Raunchy comedies. Yeah, that makes sense. We should listen to Don't Stop Skanking uh, before we get too far because I'll be mad if we don't have time for it. So good. Oh, the Barry Sachs is so killer right from the beginning. 
this is my most listened to Real Big Fish song. Yeah. And it doesn't have any lyrics. <laughs> Killer, sure does. They do instrumentals really well. They do instrumentals extremely well. Yeah. 241 is my, like, maybe my second favorite. <laughs> like, I, love, I love their instrumentals. It's weird that you like their two most ska songs. <laughs> I have a thing. Can I ask you guys a question? Can I ask you, like, let's work it, let's live in an alternate reality where Scott sang on this record. Do you think it would be even better than it is? I think it would be lateral. I think the think next it? record would be better with Scott. Agreed, but you don't yeah. think his presence would have increased this record? You know, I, I, I think it could. Like, they just, their vocal harmony is so good, and yeah. I feel like Scott's it's because Scott doesn't do the, the the normal thing with his harmony and and the way he sings. He's a very kind of out there when it comes to his approach to additional stuff. So I think it really could have pushed it. But that being said, it's pretty fantastic regardless. So and the covers the covers on this album are are well chosen, I'd say, and not chosen to be like a. Like sometimes Real Big Fish will pick a song because they feel like it's it'll get a big oh, bump take, at their show. Take on me, right? Brown yeah. Girl, right? You're you're playing the hits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas the choices here are more thematic to the album as opposed to uh, just to get a woo from the crowd. So much so that I had forgotten that you'd said that they do put covers on every album, and I did not even notice them. Yeah. I don't think, and they fit in really well. Yeah, it's don't get me, don't let me down gently, and the promise are the two covers. Yeah. Yeah, ah, but what a great! I would I would recommend people should listen to this one. Like, I go out of yeah. my way to say this is a record worth listening. Hundred percent. Uh, and um, even people who are not big Real Big Fish fans, but it frequently tops people's lists. Like when we were talking on the Discord, you saw it up there. So for whatever like kind of mixed reception it had at 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 launch. Uh, I think the time has been very kind to this record and people really look fondly back on it, which but is good. And it's good legacy. They haven't. They only play everyone else as an asshole. They never play anything else in this record, unfortunately. And, and that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's just like now that he's moved on, it's difficult to, you know, because because yeah. a lot of these songs are like you can really hear the emotion in them a little bit more than some of the other stuff like it's a little raw yeah a little a little raw so yeah. it might be maybe some of these songs are a little difficult to get into in a live situation yeah, for him maybe you know number eight. Oh, oh and we're back are we back. that's we're yeah. back yeah we're back a dinosaur tale <laughs> real big fish three with gas gastriano <laughs> gary mastriano <laughs> Backyard superheroes <laughs> and the On the Upbeat Pod. We have had every host of On the Upbeat Pod. That's fun. We've had we that makes sense why all. Gary was like a good guest. We had Gary, we had Matt, and last year we had RJ. We did them all. RJ all. is gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, that's Speaking true. Which, RJ, the On the Upbeat rap would be much shorter than the polka rap. Yeah, one fifty to three, three. Three but, people yeah, in on the only three. Yeah. Matt, Gary, and RJ. RJ, Matt, Gary, RJ, Matt, and Gary. <laughs> catching, uh, them, catching all the on the upbeat host is my destiny. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So that was a clip from the middle section called the Time Scoshine. So for new listeners, uh, the way our podcast works is we have uh, numbered episodes that are with a guest and we um, interview the guest for about 20 minutes up front. And then we will dive into the Time Scoshine, which is a history section, uh, play some music. We discuss their albums uh, and uh, gives us the and the guests a chance to nerd out. And that's what you kind of heard was. Gary nerding out about his favorite Real Big Fish record. People talking and about the things they love. That's what, yeah. One guest once said that the, the, they love the concept of it because it's they're able to uh, share what they love through the music of others, mm. which I think is a great way of putting oh, yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. a great way of putting it. Um, so we only do like a guested episode every other week-ish. Um, we don't do them that often because they're, they're hard to wrangle. We have day jobs. So getting guests on can be difficult. Just try to get and like then, six people with one time that works when everyone has and they're day usually jobs on and bands yeah. and yeah. podcasts. <laughs> and we only have one day that really works. Yeah. 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 We love to, we love doing them and we need people who are like into it to make it the, fun. Honestly, for, for them too. The yeah. more, the more two hours it, of their day, the more on it the guest is. Yeah, two. It takes about two hours to for record, everyone. So it's, it's a big commitment. A big so if they're commitment. not having, if they're not into it, like that's not worth it for them either. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. And then we we also mix it up. We'll do these trombonist episodes, which there will be a couple in the. Uh, well, the cat bite one was a trombonist, where it's just like non guested episodes, or we either do a concept, or we'll do a blind listen, or it's all kind. Of, it's a lot of like fuck around stuff. And then we're uh, <laughs> a lot of fucking around, around and find out stuff. Around. A lot of fuck around. around and finding out stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we also have a few. Uh, none, none of these made the top uh, top ten, but we also have some uh, spinoff podcasts. Slynn has Weechi with Michi. Weechi with Michi. Uh, I have a spinoff that'll be coming, coming out up. in January. Oh, yeah. Get excited! Uh, power Pod, Power Pod, uh, and Joey has been toying had power gear in your bedroom. Pod. Yeah, but you've been toying around with some other new ideas. Yeah, there's so. some ideas. I believe They're in Joey. I believe in Joey. I believe in Joey. And uh, I think our, uh, our Joey's spouse- really finding his um, footing. Mm-hmm. As a coat, because he was just engineering and popping in. It really was. So I think Joey's really finding his identity as a co-host this year. Let's talk about that. Joey, <laughs> we didn't even have, we didn't really make it official. Just the fans. Last yeah. year it was Joey get off the mic. Uh, this fun. year, this year is Joey stay no. on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Joey how's, really how's that for you? That it's because you had so much more toast. It is. Because now that you have the most Now toast, my toast level is so toast. high, yeah. it's hard to get me off of that mic. So now you're an official third co-host. Yeah, you're an official yeah. third co-host. Right. I feel like that yeah. needs to be honored. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... It's, it's Joey's it's year on the pod. It's engineer and co-host with the most yeah. toast on my Twitter thing for a while. Yeah. So what now? I accepted it. That's co-host with the most toast yeah. slash engineer. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, it was co-co-host before that, oh, I think. Yeah. And like a, how do you feel, Joey? Yeah. Being on the pod more? I like it. It's good. It's good. It's yeah, well good, put. I like it. Well put. A, a skank and sib boyfriend, partner yeah, of the know. sib. Hey, <laughs> get me that and... ring, and you'll you'll be less than you'll be more than a boyfriend. <laughs> Dang, it's on pod now. <laughs> Damn. Ouch. Ready for the next clip? Yes. <laughs> okay. Joey's like I've never been more ready for the next clip. Number seven. 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 <laughs> where's um? Wait before you play that. Where's um? Give me a second. Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow's, Paltrow's head. head. Yeah, I saw you getting there. <laughs> Number seven. Number seven. Seven. Let's listen to the finals. The finals are 180 degrees and all out of angst from the same album. Whoa. That's not a surprise. It's the most Sky album, so that that does track. <clears throat> okay. Um, 
So we're gonna listen, but it should have been and they're short the songs. This is versus all that angst, or kill all the white men it, versus kill all the white men, or kill all the white men versus all that angst with kill all the white men winning. <laughs> you know what? Can you grab eat the meek? Actually, just, just the for us OG. All to have perspective. You know what? I want. I need. Just for I just, yeah. I don't have it like cued, but it should be in the round one folder. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are we gonna throw it in as a wild card in the last yeah, round? Yeah, wild carding eat the meek. Whoa! I just, are you it can't possibly win because the brackets don't work that way. But I, it, it, oh. could, it could have what a... what if it can? <laughs> but it, then she's going to put a an, sour It can note. have an empiric victory. Okay. That's fine. Empiric victories are fine. Uh, it's later. The, the double one was first. versus the... There's short-ass songs, so I don't really give a shit if this one's in there. There we go. Oh, right. there it is. Right. There it this is. is. I'd say this is unprecedented, but I absolutely pulled some kind of nonsense like this at least once before. I'm so I think you have still. on everyone. Yeah, I usually pull some nonsense. This doesn't make it. I make up the rules. I do the bracket. Whatever. Fuck you. I'm putting Eat the Meek in there. Shantae, 180 degrees. Shantae, you thing. both stay. <laughs> 180 degrees. And this Here is the queen go. that the audience voted on coming back. Eat the Meek. This intro does eat, fucking rip. Eat Monique. Yeah, that's a hell of a guitar tone, man. Yeah. Oh, wait, did we just do an episode of All-Stars where a queen comes back? Yeah, we did. That's okay. what I'm saying. <laughs> All will be revealed. Okay. All will be revealed. And her name is Eat Monique. <laughs> but there's a twist this season. <laughs> this season there's a twist? Yeah. Oh, finally. It's the Last Chance Kitchen, yeah. Yeah, this is Last Chance Kitchen. Shout out to a, another podcast. <laughs> is that a podcast? It's from The Boys. Last, the last oh, that's went, from Top Chef. Which is also... But I was, I was close to Top Chef. Oh, I see. Oh. Oh. The OG. Yeah. I'm a Top Chef bitch. They didn't have to do that stop. This is just really they not very stop. Like, sick. if we're all gonna, like, yeah, really be honest. I was losing my mind. I thought you guys were going to like, this is a ska song. It would be insane if this won. It would be. Yeah, one day would be crazy. All the, kill all the white men back in. <laughs> That'd be and, no lie. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. no way. No, I'm not. I'm not accepting. <laughs> kill all the white men Oops. coming back. Okay, well I will sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Dub version. Dub version. Dub version. Yeah, it's a good no effect song. It's not it's a good skank and then go song. like. Circle pit for It'd most be like of the it. saddest little thing, just as quickly as you can during the intro and outro. <laughs> the right I'm amount. excited for Fat Mike. Like a warm, like a warm up, you know. Like a our, warm up. It's like our kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this is as much sky as power up is. Very strong, right here. God, Jason. <laughs> well, now that you say that, I love this. <laughs> Yeah, it's like 12 bars of skanking. One of those 12 bars of Okay, well, ska this is songs. quite ska. When you get to the ska part, it's yeah, pretty very ska. Yeah. Very ska drums, got that timbale going. The table. Okay, He's play, playing the table. Before we play table, all that, I yeah. play Eat the Meek, because that would have been where 180 Degrees is if it was left in. Because okay. I bet you we would have voted this instead of 180 Degrees. Here we go. We're doing it. Table again, right off the bat. This is a good song. This is my favorite song. 
Yeah, I know it's your favorite song. I don't know how we. Uh, yeah, I just voted so against it. I did because I'm fucking dumb. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Slightly more ska than the other songs. Just, just a little bit. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. A tiny a amount. Touch. Yeah, you said some bullshit. You said some bullshit like, "Oh, I know this song is better, but I'm voting with my heart." <laughs> yeah. So what you said, Joe? Yeah. That yeah, sounds I like you fucking dumb. Keep saying it, guys. I know. It's a good song. It's a damn good song. Yeah, good harmonies. And we let radio beat this. <laughs> All idiot. on the same album too, right? <laughs> what are we doing? I think we, it was a dub version. To be fair, is this it was. on the same was album that. as the other? Yeah, these were all on the Whoa. same album. Yeah. What a good album! And radio? <laughs> no, no, radio was, was off a split. Oh. But this is all. The, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's crazy. But three? Is this all three of their ska songs, or is there more ska from that album? I think there was another one. I think there's yeah. like four or five songs. So long heavy, they crawled shoes. This heavy album. on the ska on that album. Yeah, that's yeah. the best. I don't know, I re-listened to Punk and Drublin recently, and that one's probably the best. People are right. It's really good. It's a long thanks for all shoes. A good one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I actually yeah, got never, I, I picked up Never Trust a Hippie on 10-inch recently, and that one's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, front to back, it's so good. I've a couple of times, but I, I haven't... I should put that one more heavily into rotation. That was in the before Wolves? Yeah. I, yeah. I had been listening to it for like two weeks straight, just for whatever reason, and then I went into a record store and it was like sitting there on the shelf. I was like, "All right, Ed, I gotta get that." Plus, ten inches are fun. What a fun size for a record. Yeah. <laughs> Less music and it's more expensive. Who, who, who wants something else? Like, <laughs> I think the only ten inch I have is a Truck Fighters ten inch because I saw them and I was like, "These guys hauled this shit all the way from fucking Sweden, out, lighten their load on the way back." Actually, you know what's sick on 10 inches is uh, the Alchemy Index by Thrice on that four, on four 10 one. inches. Hell yeah. 40 inches? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I have, 40 inches I, of 10. Four, I think 40 I inches of Thrice. Three on four 10 inches for some reason. I think they had it that way. Like a tangry issue of it. This part's sick. We haven't listened to this part of this song yet. No, we eliminated it before we could get to this part. <laughs> You eliminated it before we could get to this part. I, I, like, I feel like I'm culpable in also deleting, but I, yeah, I, I, like, yeah. I, I like this game. You're the no effect guy. Yeah. Right at the top, we called me the face, and you were the heel, and now you're turning it around, and I'm you having the heel. This is the heel turn. This is how this happened. Yeah, this was, it wasn't stone, I'm stone cold, actually, because I was starting as a heel, then America loved me, because yeah. I crushed fears. <laughs> <laughs> This I also feel cool. like that pick like third. this has everything you guys were looking for. Yeah. Like every, every <laughs> no it hits all all of your check. This it doesn't go gritty. fast. Slow. It it's got go the Pickerty third that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now let's play all out of angst in full and uh, see how we really truly so, feel. Yeah, this yeah. is how we really feel about mm-hmm. everything. All right, starts off with a horn. Horn. The trumpet. This is already more of a party. It's more ska because the other one's more reggae. Yeah, so that feels better too. Really, we got yeah. three very different. Snotty songs. box, you got Mike. You know, so if you're looking for Mike, you got him. Yep. <laughs> you're looking for Mike. Mike. If you're looking for Mike, you got him. Uh, so it's, like, a, it's a good song. It's a really good song. Yeah. Yeah. 
really better is. than Eat the Meek IMO. Whoa. Yeah, yeah you think so? Yeah, I yeah. will listen to this. I'm, I'm with you on uh, that. We got like. Personal. So we got like a skate punk song that's got kind of little, a little twinge of ska in it. It's got we like got a, a bookend of ska. We got a, we got a ska punk song, like full blown skate party. And then we got this like reggae song. So we got like the three versions of No Effects' ska song in front of us. Wait, so are we really voting between all three? Yes. I am. Oh. So we could have a tie. I uh, know there's seven of us and there's three oh. choices. Yep, but if wait. one person votes for one. Yeah. And the other people vote yeah, for three. Well, then yeah. the person who voted for one has to pick the two. Oh, oh okay. okay. Well, now we have a rule. So we're ranked choice. Well, that's pretty classic. It's the it's the majority. It's like the how they vote for the French president. Like you, you eliminate. Oh yeah, that, that common thing that everyone knows how they vote for the French president. So the way they vote for the French president. No one asked. Ranked choice. Like we're American. What's that? <laughs> They're also a republic. Yeah. Just They're just a smarter, more refined republic. Yeah, they, like a, they have like a runoff. Multi-party system. <laughs> yeah. What did? What happened? I did want to know. Oh, the way they so. <laughs> I, I vote for, it's a multi-party system. You vote for whatever, and then the if hey. if it's under a certain amount of people voted for one candidate, they get eliminated, and they have to do a revote with whoever's left. Mm. And then they keep. Doing I like that. that. I like keep that. doing that until there's an actual majority vote. And may the best woman win. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I know how I'm voting. Cool. They changed it to drag queen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I made the best drag performer win. I know how I'm voting. I'm locked in. I feel like this is an easy oh, choice for me. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. Yeah, the wild yeah. card. Is, I, power, I, is, each, is four fifths of power up ready? <laughs> I, I think ready. I'm locked in. Okay. All right. And okay. remember, the choices are 180 degrees, <laughs> all out of angst, eat the meek. Okay. All right. Rob, Slyn, Joey, <laughs> four members of Power Up. Are you ready? To <laughs> yeah. This ready. is definitive. This okay. is definitive. Okay. Remember, this is important. No effects has to abide by high it just stakes. as anyone high else stakes. has to. Really high stakes. One. All oh, out of angst. angst. Uh, Whoa, how many? All? No. Uh, no, how many all out of angst? Raise your hand. All there was an angst. Eat the Meeker in there, wasn't One, there? I Two heard. Eat the Meekers. Yeah. That's a five to two. That's a majority vote. All right. So that's it. Big all meat, out of angst big meat, meat is the meatheads. No effects ska song. It is the <laughs> number one no effects ska song. Okay. Of all time. But the most important thing is up next. What does Fat Mike think about <gasps> our choice? Does he agree? Does he disagree? I'm nervous. Via, via Chris Grau, My aka Loser. Palms are sweating. Here we go. Okay, so when I told Fat Mike what you guys were up to the immediate response i was like yeah i've got to rank the songs and we got to see which is the best no effects ska song his immediate reaction now he's not saying that he thinks this is the best song but his immediate reaction Mm. was the winner is obviously going to be okay all out of angst yeah there you go was he right was he wrong yeah he He said it was going to be that song Number seven. Number seven. seven. That was uh, <laughs> the Punk in Bracket Finals, which was our no effects ska bracket that we did in September for Heptember. And that was with our friend Power Up. 80% Powered uh, Up. Yeah, 80% of the band. That was the, their uh, sweet thrash slash horn ska situation. 
uh, out of Massachusetts. Their new album, Just Devils, this year is like so fucking, one yes. of the best ska albums of the year by uh, by some margin, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really good. Watch my karaoke video. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this is uh, the brackets. We love brackets. The brackets. We do, we do I brackets. Like brackets. We do brackets. I like twice doing a year. brackets. Brackets I are a lot of fun. Listening to brackets. They are always. It's. I think the reason why they, they yeah they're sh- not getting good votes, but the reason why is because I think the brackets as a whole right. work better together. Right. Because we do instead of we individual do a pre, ebbs. We do a pre-show, <sighs> then we do two episodes as us, and then we do three guests. It's like six episodes always dedicated to one concept every every whatever month that we and have i feel that. like Four i really months, learn about the band <laughs> well yeah, we basically right? do a lot of it and we listen to the same songs it over really and over makes again. me like yeah. educated on whatever I, we're talking about except i mean it's all out of my brain now but yeah and, right. and, and usually we do That's a more trad based ska band in uh march and then we'll do a more like modern ska punk type band in september that's at least what we've been doing for the last couple of years but we did rancid did rancid so we had, had to, to do, do no effects we had um, to. And then we did Madness and we did uh, Slack. the Slackers. And then we have uh, another cool idea that I have cooking up for this coming. Another March. cool idea. Yeah, which, oh boy. which looks like it'll work out. And we have a lot of ideas for guests that we'll bring in. So yeah. uh, this March, we'll do another Madness March and it'll be it'll be cool. But, Madness yeah. March. We got one more. Ready to one do more. it? One more. Number six. six. The first thing is about the apologism, which was, yeah, I've listened to Fushu Mang because I was so curious because Reed Wolcott, you know, from We Are The Union, uh, she says that like uh, the guitarist from that band whose name I forget is her biggest inspiration for ska rhythms. So I had to listen to that album and I was like, you know what? Yeah, this thing is actually kind of good. And the ska guitar is definitely something to be greatly admired greatly admired so yeah and padrino is uh, a great it's a great song great tracks goofy speaking as hell but it's great of which oh yeah maybe speaking we speaking of which oh go ahead we have padrino right here we thought that this is the best way to celebrate the wonder of smash mouth yeah not just a meme listen to this shit fucking yeah. rips the triplet yes the triplet Greg camp is the guitarist that's it yeah and that is the technique that Rick was referring to, the yeah. triple skank. They're so fast. Yeah. And the vocals in this song are great, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Pour one out for the homie a month ago. Like, chills. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. like the hair on the back of my neck went up. So good. Yeah. Okay. I have to say the second Smash Mouth thing, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do it. I hope this is a good story to tell in the in the eulogy, but I yeah. I have to tell this story regardless. So this was either summer of 2008 or 2009, and you know I was just either about to go to college or had just been at my first semester of college. I can't remember. Yeah, probably 2009, and so. Some old friends from where I used to go to in grade school are like, hey, Kenny, let's go to this thing. Let's go to this free show in Connecticut. Smash Mouth is playing. It's a free outdoor show in Connecticut. So we all go and there's a bunch of opening bands and then Smash Mouth comes on. And it's like, you know, it's all these kids around my age, you know, like 
late teens to very early 20s there to see Smash Mouth. And Smash Mouth is playing what feels like a 90-minute to two-hour set. And just, just the second song in, everybody in the crowd starts chanting for the band, but they don't chant Smash Mouth. They chant All-Star, All-Star. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my fucking God. You know, because I'm 19 years old, but I'm not a prick. And also, I understand how shows work. They're going to play the biggest hit last. Don't be demanding them to do that. But anyway, this continues for the entirety of the show. And I am feeling so bad for Smash Mouth at the time. <laughs> and... There is a point where, like, you know, somebody's, like, throwing bottles on the stage. And, um, God, you know, the singer whose name you just said, and I've been calling Steve. him Mr. Mouth. Go ahead. Yep, yep. Steve Mouth. That's Steve right. Mouth. Yep. Yeah, Steve, Steve Mouth. Mouth turns around with the, you know, the energy of a, a dad. Like, I will turn this fucking car around right now and go home if you don't stop throwing your shit on stage. So, Whatever. Show's going on for a long time. All these entitled kids just saying, just saying, all-star, all-star. Finally, last song in the set, Mr. Mouth, back to the audience, just shrugs and goes, Ugh, somebody wants, and then everybody loses their fucking nostalgic <laughs> minds for, you know, they're nostalgic minds. They're like in their late teens, but they're still nostalgic for like 10 years ago. And so then we all go home and then we find out that Michael Jackson died that same night. So, uh, yeah, that's my smash mouth <laughs> memory. And so we were talking about New York Sky Jazz Ensemble last time. And so, hey, guess who's on board this time? We got Victor Rice on the board. Okay. But we also have Carrie Brown uh, playing the boards, playing keyboards along with Dave Barry. So... There are some songs that feature Carrie Brown, who is a founding member of the New York Ska Jazz Ensemble, and there are some tracks that feature Dave Barry. Now, here comes some more self-doxing, I guess. Um, <laughs> Carrie Brown is What's somebody who I oh, know okay. personally. I'm going to leave oh. this whole story for you right now. This Ooh, whole thing, I'm going to tell see. you all about it. You can dox me. Find out where I went to high school. It's fucking fine. I don't care anymore. But anyway, so <laughs> when I was in high school, uh, our chorus had this teacher. Well, not not a teacher, but somebody who was the piano accompanist. And his name was Mr. Brown. And so, you know, Mr. Brown just plays the thing at the place, whatever. And after school, well, like during lunch period one day, I'm done with lunch. I go over to like play one of the pianos in school, like during you know, lunch period, and I'm playing a Scottalite song on the keyboard. I think it was either Guns of Navarone or it was Eastern Standard Time. And then Mr. Brown walks in and he's like, hey, were you just playing the Scottalites? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because like, I think I'm in trouble. And he says, yeah, I was I was in that band, actually. I play the keyboard. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, what? what? <laughs> and like, I'm like, and he's like, and he's like, no, 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 stay there. I'm just going to go and play the bass line with you. And so we like played Guns of Navarone together and he's playing the bass with me. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening? And so I go home and I research this guy <laughs> and I like find out, wait, not, he, he played on Ska Vuvi, which I own. Uh, he played on Low Blow by New York Ska Jazz Ensemble, which I own. He played on uh, Hard Band for Dead, which I own. This guy is fucking incredible. Holy shit. And so I come up with a plot to ingratiate myself to him. So 
he's like he's ple- teaching a private lesson during like after school hours one day and there is another room adjacent to that private lesson room with pianos in it so i go in there and i start playing a a song that he wrote for new york Scholar jazz ensemble on the second album called blue lunar scott i start playing that thing and he comes over in there and he's like hey uh I'm, I'm teaching a lesson in the other room. You can't do that. But also, that's my song. Holy shit. And um, so, yeah, I, 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 I knew Carrie Brown personally. And so after, like, we did this, um, the Hate 5-6 video with, uh, you know, Catbite, I was like, wow, a lot of my playing still comes from, like, some of that stuff that it was either Carrie or Dave Barry, but like both of them pretty influential to me on that album, Hard Band for Dead, made their way into the way that I still play organ with Catbite right now, where like, you know, I do think of it as this instrument that breathes and can provide all these different textures instead of like purely just rhythm playing. And um, and that kind of comes from these players in the New York scene who, you know, they did have ska influences, but they were also like, you know, they, they were like these jazz heads, these prog rock heads. I know that Carrie Brown is like, you know, big prog rock fan. So had like a lot of that influence with his playing too. And I had to show him the video be like, Hey, Carrie, I just want to be like, Hey, uh, thanks for like all that you ever showed me like directly or indirectly, Way back then, I'm actually doing ska organ live now. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I haven't been doing ska for a while, but I'm going to be doing like a New York ska jazz ensemble show in New York later this year. And luckily, I can actually make that show. So, yeah, that's going to be fucking fun for me. So, yeah, I just want to say that. Number six. All right. That was our Toasters 2 episode. Toasters 2. With Kenny, a.k.a. Kimoy. Kimoy. Uh, who comes on annually, had done Slow Gherkin before and Toasters 1, will mm-hmm. likely come on for Toasters 3, a which would be the pal. last. A true pal. A true pal. An IRL friend. Yep. Who we are proud to say. Somebody who came on the pod very early when on. When we meant nothing to When nobody. we meant nothing. Uh, and was a big fan and liked what we did. And I think still semi likes what we did. Tolerates us. Tolerates us. <laughs> we, we met them IRL. Yeah. It was yeah. very cool. Hap- happily uh, tolerates us <laughs> they pieced out on an episode uh, they they were like oh this is a thing for checkered pass and then they were like nope this is too fucking weird i'm out of here it's for what <laughs> i'm one of the on supernova, supernova bits, bits yeah. they're like that too much too soon yeah. Yeah. honestly fair yeah <laughs> one of my favorite moments of the episode to yeah. be honest so how do we feel about the first half of our best of 10 through Pretty 6? Pretty good. That's good, good time. Yeah. Good, Those are good, good choices. so far. I'm good guess. Considering these are the, the lower half of the mm-hmm. top 10, I'm very curious as to what Yeah, I don't the, even know. The top five, bangers. Will shock. 10 to 6, good. Bangers. Five, five to 1, hell yeah. Very exciting. <sighs> so we, we get to find out right away, but you You have to wait till next, next week. week. So hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at CheckerPassPod. YouTube. YouTube. CheckerPassPod. Or send us an email at CheckerPassPod at gmail.com to support the pod and get bonus content, including a full-length and unedited video of this episode. Sign up for the Checkerhead Patreon at patreon.com slash checkeredpast. And we also have merch available at checkeredpast.ca. Checkered Pass will be edited this time by yours truly, and it's being engineered by Joey. It's me. Do it. Until, until next time, I'm Rob. You Taub. You Taub. I'm Joey. 
Am I the third? I thought the was Celine the and then is Joey. Yeah, you said you, you said you Tal. Yeah, <laughs> you really yeah. had to get that in there. Celine. Joey was gonna say I Joey was, before you Tal. Yeah. Joey was jumping because he's he's really taking his new fucking you guys title. Said I said you I because I, I shit on you. I thought we should be yeah. nice to Joey for once, and then look at him now. This is why you always gotta knock him down. <laughs> the immortal Fair. words of me, I guess. Yo, Tal. <laughs> 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 